Hello everyone. Falcha, welcome to the Incomparable History of Ireland podcast. This show is to share the richness of this ancient island. It's Michelle Lauren. I am Lauren, your host on this journey through the stories of this Emerald Isle. I represent the Clan Nagel of Delaware, an Irish society for the education of Irish language, history, and culture. We continue with Finn McCool in this episode, but it's also going to center around the great romantic legend of Ireland, which is Dermot and Grania, who Grania was supposed to marry um, Finn McCool, but she ran away with Dermot instead. And so that's where we start the story. And then we're going to go into the last battle of Finn McCool and the Fenia, which ended the Fenia's uh, reign or their existence in the third century. Grania was the most beautiful woman on all of Ireland. She was also the daughter of Cormac McGart, the High King of Ireland. Grania was courted by Ireland's most eligible princes, chieftains, including the now aging Chief Finn McCool. When she was 12 years old, she had seen a boy playing hurling, and the wind had blown his hair back from his face, and she had fallen in love with him completely and irrevocably. She would continue to watch him until she didn't see him again. And as the years passed, she had refused every man who ever asked for her hand for the love of the boy on the hurling field. But when she heard the great Finn McCool was asking for her hand, she was flattered and decided that she had spent a long enough time waiting for this boy and she did not know his name or where to find him, so she might as well marry Finn. Well, the boy on the pitch playing hurling, that was Dermid, who she fell in love with. Dermid grew up to be a great warrior and passed the rigorous test to become one of the Fenia. The love and loyalty he had for Finn McCool was very strong, but Dermot was known for much more than just his fighting skills. He was a great favorite among the women, being very beautiful, and he was born with the bull Sharka in the middle of his forehead. This was a magical spot that made anyone who saw him fall in love with him. Dermot knew that this could cause all sorts of trouble, so he grew his hair down over his forehead to cover it and try to keep it out of sight. Finn McCool was getting on in years, but was still the greatest warrior in all of Ireland. He held on to his place as the head of the Fenia, but he was aware that someday the years would start to tell, even on him. Every year on his birthday, he undertook to leap across a great chasm, because he would rather die as soon as his strength began to fail him than to live on in a slow decline. Finn loved all the finest things in life, feasting, storytelling, hunting, and good company, and he decided that he had been long too long without a wife, so he called his men together and he asked for their advice on the matter. They all agreed that the only woman in Ireland fit to be the wife of the great Finn McCool was the daughter of the High King Cormac McGart, 
called Grania. Finn was aware that he was a good deal older than Grania, and he was shy of asking for her hand himself, so he sent two ambassadors to speak to Grania on his behalf. When her answer was given, a great feast was held to celebrate the upcoming wedding. Grania hid behind a curtain to spy out and glimpse of her husband-to-be. She saw Finn's son, Oshin, sitting beside him, and she was struck by the contrast between them. How much younger and more beautiful Oshin looked than his father. She wondered why Finn had asked for her for himself and not for her his son, and she began to regret her decision. And then Finn moved out of the way, and she saw the man seated on the other side of him. Dermot, the boy from the hurling field, who she fell in love with at the age of 12 and has been in love with ever since. At that moment, Grania resolved that she would not be going to marry Finn McCool. She sat down to the feast, saying nothing, and passed around a cup of wine into which she put a sleeping potion. She gave it to Finn and to all the Finia, apart from the leaders of the Finia. Then Grania turned to Dermid and put him under a Giza to run away with her. That's a magical uh, spell. She told him that she was going to ready herself and went to her chamber. Then, one by one, she asked each of the leaders of the Finia if they would run away with her. They all refused. Such was their loyalty to Finn. They all agreed he had no choice even though it meant tearing his heart in two and leaving one half of it with Finn McCool, he could not break the Giza. Very unhappy about leaving, Darren went with Grania. Unused to hard traveling, Grania grew weary after a while and asked Dermid to carry her. But he refused, hoping she would give up and go back to Finn. Instead, she put another Giza to on him to go find horses for them, and he had no choice but to do as she asked. They came upon Angus Og, the god of love, who thoroughly approved of their match and decided to help. He told them that they were never going to be able to sleep in a cave with one opening, a house with one door, or a tree with one branch and that they would never be able to eat where they cooked or sleep where they ate. They would have to keep moving if they were to stay ahead of, the, of Finn and the Finia. When Finn McCool awoke the next day from the sleeping potion and realized what happened, his heart was broken. It was not Grania's desertion that hurt him, but the fact that Dermid had betrayed him. He set out with a deep sadness and a set in his jaw to catch them up and get his revenge. For a long time he chased them, and they were always one step ahead. Every time he came across their traces, he grew more and more furious, but every time he found one of the nests that Dermid had made for Grania, he found Dermid had left a piece of raw meat or fish as a message to Finn that he had not touched Grania. Then one day, Dermot and Grania were crossing a ford and a splash of water wet her thigh. She said to Dermot that 
whatever courage he might have in battle, the splash of water had more courage than he. And Dermot was ashamed into making her his wife. And after that, he left no message of purity for Finn. One night they slept in a house with seven doors, and Finn and the Fenia caught up with them. A member of the Fenia stood at each door to make sure they couldn't escape. Angus Og came down and told them he would spirit them away to safety, but Dermid refused. He set Grania with the god and stayed behind. Dermid opened the door to face him and took to the fight. When a, the Fenia surrounded him, he leaped up with a leap of a salmon, jumped over their heads, and ran away to join Grania. Later that year, Dermot got permission from a giant to hunt on his land, provided that he did not eat the magical rowan berries that grew on the tree where the giant lived. But Grania, who was pregnant, longed for the berries. So Dermot killed the giant for her. The berries high up in the tree were the sweetest ones than those on the the lower portion of the tree. So the two climbed up into the tree to the giant's bed and ate the berries and rested a while. The MacMorna clan, enemies of Finn McCool, came to make peace with him. Finn said that he would agree to a truce if they brought him either the head of Dermid or the magical berries of the rowan tree. They decided the berries would be easier to get, so they set out, of course. They found the giant slain and many of the berries missing. Finn knew that only Dermid could have killed the giant, since it wasn't one of his men, and he and the Fenia spent the night camping under the tree. Finn had a good idea that Dermid was still up there. He challenged Oshin to a game of chess, and as Oshin began to move, that would lead Finn to beating him, a berry dropped onto the square that he should move to. He made the move and continued to follow the guidance of the rowan berries as they fell. Eventually, Oshin beat his father at chess for the very first time. Finn McCool sprang up saying, There's only one man in Ireland who could have beaten me at chess, and that's Dermid. And there was Dermid looking down on them from up in the tree. Dermid leaped to safety, while Angus Og spirited Grania away. After years and years on the run, and all the time Dermid and Grania had spent living together as man and wife, raising their four sons and their daughter, and never being able to stop or rest, they decided to try to make peace with Finn McCool. Finn agreed to put his anger aside and welcome them back with a great feast. They were finally able to settle down in their family and live in peace, and Dermot and Finn could rebuild their great relationship, their great friendship. Some years later, Finn asked Dermot to go hunting with him. They came across a terrible beast, the wild boar of Ben Bulbin. They tracked it through the wilds, and when they cornered it at last, the boar ran straight for Dermot. It was the son of Rock who had been killed so many years before, and it had to fulfill the Giza to kill the son of Don, Dermid. 
Finn saw the beast charging at him, and the boar gored Dermid right in the torso. And Dermid hit it on the head with the hilt of his sword, killing it immediately. Dermid lay there dying, and he asked Finn McCool to give him a drink of water from his hands. Anyone who drank water from the hands of Finn McCool would be restored to health because of his magical thumb. So Finn went down to the river and carried water back to Dermid. But at the last moment, he remembered with bitterness how Dermid had run away with Grania, and he let the water trickle out between his fingers. When he saw Dermid didn't have long, and the great friendship between them moved his heart, he went back to the water, only to let it trickle through his fingers a second time. The third time he went back for water, and there was no bitterness left in him, he poured the water in between the lips of Dermid, but it was too late. Dermid was already dead. You can visit Dermid in Grania's cave in the north of County Sligo on the north face of the mountain Benbulbin, a majestic tabletop mountain. The cave is quite grand and very dramatic, fitting for this love story. There is also a sculpture of Grania and, and, and Dermid in the village of Kilbaha, County Clare. The tree used for the sculpture was taken from the bog in West Clare and is about 5,000 years old. The sculpture is the work of Jim and Seamus Connolly. So let's go on to Finn's last battle. When Cormac McGart died, his son Capri uh, became High King of Ireland. Capri's reign will be the last record of the Fenias in the 3rd century. Capri did not like the powerful Fenia and decided that Finn and the Fenia must be destroyed. When Capri's daughter was getting married, he gave the Fenia the custom, customary bonus of 20 bars of gold. Ferdia, the youngest member of the Fenia, went to collect the bonus. But Capri ordered that Fedia be killed and his corpse thrown over the wall of Terra, where the Fenia were waiting for his return. Capri called out, The Fenia have demanded from the kings of Terra for too long. This will be their only answer from now on. And an enraged Finn called back, Capri McCormick, you have just sealed your fate with the ad action. Beware the next time we meet. Finn went to prepare for war. Some of the Finia wanted to stay loyal to the High King. In the end, Finia, Finn had 3,500 men, his own clan of Baskna, those of the Leinster under the captaincy of his grandson Oscar, and the army of Kinforic of Munster. Capri had an army of 10,000 men, comprising of all the warriors of Terra, 2,000 of the clan of Monma, 1,000 each of the tribes of Ulster, Connacht, also 1,000 each from the men of the Snows, the men of the Green Sword, and the men of the Green Lion. The battle took place at Gapra, west of Tara. Gaura. Um, it was a ferocious battle, and many men died on each side. 
Finn's grandson, Oscar, son of Oshin, slew a hundred men of the green sword and a hundred men of the lion. Oscar came face to face with Capri and threw his spear at him. This was to be the spear which killed Capri. As he was dying, Capri stuck, struck out at Oscar with his final gasp. Oscar, to ensure Capri was dead, flung a stone at him and then himself fell down dead. Oscar's dead body was carried to Finn, who gave out a great cry of anguish and raised the Durd Fien, the cry of the Fenia. After saying a few words over his grandson's body, Finn went back into battle. Finn was an awesome warrior to his enemies, and he killed many dozens. But he was killed that day, At the and that was the end of the Fenia. Legend has it that Finn never really died, but is sleeping in a cave beneath Dublin with the rest of the Fenia, waiting for the day they will awake and defend, an I- defend Ireland in her greatest need. And when Finn's hunting horn, Dord Fien, is sounded three times. Another legend says Finn McCool's berry place it lies on the border between County Roscommon and my family's County of Galway. Finn is buried in a cave that is opened only once every two to three hundred years. One day, about two hundred years ago, a man heading home from work saw the cave and went to investigate. There he saw a big giant of a man lying there with a sword stuck through him. On the sword was written, Remove the sword and Ireland will be free. He draws the sword partway out of the giant's body, but when the corpse begins to move his head, the man becomes afraid and pushes the sword back in. The giant, Finn McCool, then addresses the man, saying that if he had only withdrawn the sword, he would have risen up and hurled England into the sea, freeing Ireland. Now it will be a longer time before the cave is opened again, and Ireland will remain under English domain all that time. You can listen to the song, The Legend of Finn McCool, by the Boston-based group Dropkick Murphys. This mighty soldier on the eve of the war he waged told his troops of lessons learned from battles fought. May your heart grow bolder like an ironclad brigade, said the leader to his outnumbered lot, known as the hero to all he knew. Long live the legend of Finn McCool, the brave Celtic leader of the chosen few. Long live the legend of Finn McCool. Our next episode, we're going to talk about Finn's son, Oshin, incredible poet, and his travels to Ternanog and the recounting of the Finia stories to be written down for future generations. And it is said that Oshin, not his father, was actually the greatest soldier of the Finia. Goramahagat. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Incomparable History of Ireland. Please leave a review so that I can get better and better at providing these for you. And also, you can visit my Facebook page, Clonnagall, Delaware. Slana give. Goodbye, everyone. Godi on Haid or Ella. Until next time.